great day I'm Anna and I'm Isabella and today we are doing another podcast on One Direction but this time we brought another fan hello I'm Yasmin so this is Yazzy and welcome back to another episode um this podcast is going to be a review of trending artists songs um albums really anything related to the music industry and today we are going to go, we are doing another in-depth episode on One Direction because there's just so much to cover. Mm-hmm. Bella, Isabella, why don't you start us off, please? Okay, so today we're mainly going to be talking about their solo careers after, like, One Direction went on hiatus. Um, first, I feel like we should do a quick rundown of Harry Styles. Even though we did a whole episode on him, I feel like we should talk about him again now that Yazzie's here. Right, so if you guys haven't watched that episode, make sure you go check that out. It should be, I think it was the, not the last episode was on Ariana Grande, but the one before that was on Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, um, where do you wanna start with Harry Styles? HS1. This is his, okay, <laughs> HS1 was his first album that he produced after um, he left One Direction, and it is a masterpiece to say the least. Um, it is so beautiful, and it has um, like such a vibe to it. My favorite song on that album is Sweet Creature, and it holds a lot of meaning to me, and it's like just such a beautiful song that I can listen to forever and ever and never get tired of it. Yeah, we did my ranking of that, of HS1 and Fine Line, the last, like, episode we did. I think I put Sweet Creatures number two. I think I did. What was your number one? Only Angels. I love that one. Wait, what's your ranking (laughs) for Fine Line? My Fine Line ranking? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, number one is Fine Line. And the last one is Watermelon Sugar. I mean, I don't know what to say for that. But um, I actually have my ranking. Like, I have a list of it. Is there, like, any actual Harry Styles fan that likes Watermelon Sugar? No. Okay. That's what I thought. I, I actually, I saw one girl the other day who ranked Watermelon Sugar as, like, number five. And I was like, why? It's not, like, the thing is, it's not that bad of a song. It just got so overplayed that it became annoying and like if you were within the like if when it first came out all the harrys were trying to like get it to number one and so everyone just kept streaming it and streaming it and streaming it and we all kind of just like became so tired of it and every time we hear it we get like flashbacks basically where it's like the thing is we did it with what a feeling too but what a feeling i never really got annoyed with i do like what a feeling Wait, how does that go? A One Direction song, but... Oh, yeah. It's a One Direction song. It's on Made in the AM, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's so. like the song that reminds me of Liam. Yes, because he performed it on the Veep show. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Liam. I, mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk about the mu- Harry's music videos, specifically Adore You and Falling. 
Okay. Um, Adore You is like the best music video in my opinion. It has such a good storyline. Like you really have to pay attention and there's a lot of um, meaningful things in there and there's a lot of stuff that has like second meanings and all that. And um, if you really look behind and pay attention to the storyline, it starts off with a fish and this fish gets like bigger and bigger and it holds actually like meaning to Harry. And it's like, there's a whole, if you are on any bit of like Harry Styles TikTok, you probably know a little bit about it, but everything basically has like a second meaning. And the fish is like, it just like, it follows the storyline of the fish and it's so great. And people call him Louis the fish. He's, um, he's quite my favorite fish ever. And I was about to say that's pretty creative for like a music video of fish. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's the whole it's thing the with the island that I was talking about. The other Aruda. Aruda. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it takes place at Aroda. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's like Aroda technically is a made up island, but it's um, that's it's where like the music video is based. And yeah. it's really, really cool. And then the falling music video. Um, this, it was, I remember, like, the first time I watched it, I was, like, like, I was crying, I was, and I was, like, this is so beautiful, like, he was playing the piano, and the room starts filling up with water until he's, like, completely underwater, and it literally feels like he's, like, drowning in his emotions, and it's so beautiful, and, uh, if you haven't watched it already, please do, and he also looks really good in it, not to mention, Harry Styles is so good looking. I, that's probably my favorite music video, because you know how the whole thing about the background of it, like the room around it, it is all supposed to look like it was painted, mm -hmm. like, I love it, golden and treat people with kindness, treat people with kindness just because okay. of the dance, and it's very impressive. Okay, so yeah, we didn't know that Harold was quite the dancer, and um, he really showed up for his treat people with kindness music video, he he went off, so to say, mm -hmm. and people literally the day of, within hours of this music video coming out, people had already got the dance down and had posted it, and, like, people were on top of it, and um, I tried learning it, but it is, like, an actual, like, choreography, and it takes a lot of time and practice, um, so I was really impressed with, like, everyone who got it down, but I was mostly impressed with Harry because all our lives, we did not know that he could do that. All we've gotten from Harry is, like, a shoulder shrug, and, um, this was a real big step up from that. And I'm really proud of him. And he also kept that music video a secret. He filmed it after an award show, I believe in February. Yeah. And it's, yeah. he did not release it until the day after New Year's. So I was like, okay, Harold. There's also like a double meaning behind the whole dance in the music video because I saw something that the female is supposed to represent his feminine side. And then he's supposed to represent like his masculine side and like they dance together to like be him and I was like I yes. love I've seen that too and also going along with like the masculine feminine thing when Harry first starts off the dance he has a bow tie on and when he starts dancing with the girl his like feminine side people they assume he takes off his bow tie actually to match her and um so I think he's saying it's like an equal parallel and he feels both ways. What? I didn't know that. Surprise shoddy! Yeah, they literally, I, he like takes it off real quick and it's something you might not notice but if you like really just like, yeah. 
<laughs> and also the music video is in black and white, but the colors were blue and pink, which mm -hmm. is also like the colors of fine line. And so that could represent like the masculine and feminine. Like you got your boy and your girl. Wait, I love that. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I love how you guys like crazy overanalyze every second of like every video down to like him taking off a bow tie while dancing. <laughs> yeah. You know, when the music video came out, we overanalyzed that like crazy. Every like, you know the guy that passes in the background with like the yes. helmet and the blue shirt and the green hat? Every yeah, people thought like, yeah, we went crazy. Mm -hmm. The golden music video was so cute and it's probably the one that i've watched the most out of all of them yeah. um it's very like upbeat and he's like running in slow motion and like i it was filmed in italy yes um yeah. it was fantastic and uh i literally would give anything to like see him film that and he also like went swimming and he was on a boat and a lot of people had theories about a boat but the boat never even happened and that also people predict that it's actually for another Cherry. music video for cherry i think we're getting that at some point i do think we are too and because cherry is technically listed as a single so mm -hmm. <laughs> i think we're gonna get it i hope so yeah um i also have down award show performances or like performances in general because i want to talk about first of all i want to talk about the note change and sign of the times in the graham norton show along with <laughs> the other ones also his golden note change there's also medicine in Anna. ah okay <laughs> sign of the times on the graham norton show so harold was he added a little spice to his song and it made it like the best version ever like it's something that a lot of people do um if, like, if you're a Harry Styles fan, like, you always do the note change in your head, or you, you sing out the note change, like, it's just a thing that everyone does, and he changed Sign of the Times to, like, Sign of the Tie AMs. I can't hit that note. I'm not a singer whatsoever, but he just, like, it, it's like a heartbeat, like, like, he, like, you know, and it's so good. It's so good. Um, you need to put a clip of it in here, because it's, like, heavenly. It's literally heavenly. I know. I <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a for Golden, he sang that for the Jingle Ball. It was filmed in October, but wasn't released till like uh December. And it was an acoustic version. Like there were instruments in the back, but it was mainly him and his guitar and backup vocals. And he just sounded so like beautiful and he sounded like real i have no clue how to explain it but like he just sounded like he was right there and i loved it and his hair looked so good that day i he also <laughs> did a, he used like a different band in the back i feel like there's a name for them i don't remember what they were called but he like got a band and it was like for a charity or something that's what i heard he also sang watermelon sugar too and he added a few like mm -hmm. bits to that he sang his three singles he sang adore you watermelon sugar and golden yeah and each one was like an acoustic version and each one was different but golden like really stood out yeah it was really good. beyond words mm -hmm. and then he also has his two 
unreleased songs that he sings at concerts. He has multiple unreleased songs. And the two that he sings at concerts are called Medicine and Anna. Uh, personally, Anna is the favorite out of my two because Anna's more, <laughs> Anna's like, um, yeah, the song about you. I believe that like, oh gosh, how do I explain this? Anna is like, Anna belongs to Fine Line and Medicine belongs to HS1. They both match those vibes. And Medicine was actually supposed to be on HS1, but they took it off last minute, which we're really upset about. Because we really want a studio version of medicine. Medicine is like a very like, how do I how do I say this appropriately? It's a spicy song. It's a spicy song, like <laughs> yeah. And um, it's he does this little like thing with his concert, and he like, takes his yeah. Yeah. And he goes, the boys and the girls. And he does his little dances that go along with it. He does it every time. And, like, that's another thing. Like, if you're a Harry, like, you know about it. And you do it with the song. Mm-hmm. Anna, Anna, on the other hand, there's really not much. But he sang it in Barcelona. First of all, it looked amazing, per usual. But he had this, like, black and white suit on. And it was almost, like, checkered. And he had, like, the pride flag and everything. And he sang his heart out. And he was doing his little dance, his little head bobs. And that's probably one of my favorite live performances that Harry's ever done. If I could sell my soul to be there, I would. I think we should move on to Louis Tomlinson. I beg. Yes. I feel like we should talk about Back to You with BB Rexa, Miss You, and then just hold on with Steve Aoki because they're his first singles before he dropped Walls. Mm-hmm. And Walls is just a masterpiece. His singles that he released, he did it with you know, like, for example, B-Rexa and Steve, and, um, like, you know, people who already had, like, pretty big platforms, and he was coming out of One Direction, like, it's obviously pretty, like, it's gonna be hard to come out, like, single, and just being, like, all right, here I am, what are my next steps I have to take, and he ended up, like, making really great music with these people, and they ended up on the charts, like, everything, like, I didn't realize um, that some of those songs were Louis Tomlinson. I didn't become aware of like the BB Rexa one. I was like, oh wait, I I know this song. Oh my gosh, it's literally Louis Tomlinson. Um, I didn't really become well-versed with Louis and the rest of their solo careers um, until like right before quarantine, I started getting into Harry and then everything else kind of followed. So I kind of realized I was like, oh, like he has these songs, like these are popular songs. And um, his first album release, Walls, is absolutely lyrically so beautiful. Um, his songs hold so much emotion, and I think that's what makes it. Uh, I think that's why he has like a lot of fans. To be honest, like I feel like a lot of people can relate to him because his lyrics speak so much for themselves, and it's um, it's like just crazy how much people can relate to it. Um, and he is an amazing songwriter. He wrote a lot of One Direction songs, too. Like, your favorite One Direction songs, I can guarantee Louis Tomlinson wrote part of it. All of, like, four Made in the AM and Midnight Memories were all, like, written by him, but I've, yeah, a lot of his music has really, really deep meaning, especially Two of Us. I want to talk about Two of Us, because isn't that inspired by his mom's death, right? Yeah, so Louis has... He also lost his sister too, Fizzy. 
but his mom, he was very, very close with his mom. And uh, after she died, he came out with a song called Two of Us. And um, to sum it up, the song is about living his life to the absolute fullest and living it for her as well. Um, and the lyric is like, I'll be living one life for the two of us. And he, uh, he's just saying like, he's gonna do everything he can to make her proud while he's still here. And um, he's gonna do everything he can to live her life and her legacy through him. And it's very, very sad, but it's really, really beautiful the chat like the little saying that he does at the very end from like a video from his childhood that's like look mom i did it yeah he like said that and that makes me cry i know it's so sad and then he also has the one lyric where it's like um tattooed on my arm as the word words to your favorite song and that's true he does have like song lyrics i can't remember what they're from or what they say but he does he does have song lyrics on his inner arm and it's his mom's favorite song which I think is like so so sweet yeah the song has a lot of emotional value (laughs) and I love Louis Tomlinson and the way that he does that like he's so creative when he comes to like putting his thoughts into songs and lyrics and words is he like your favorite out of all of them so to be honest, it changes on the daily. Um, <laughs> currently, I am obsessed with Niall Horan, and um, I love Louie, I love Harry, I love Liam, I love Zane. I do love all of them, um, but I, I'm completely honest, it changes all the time. I really do love them all equally, and it, I like it that way, because <laughs> I, can, I can share the love. Well, speaking of Niall, I feel like we should talk Is about Niall. Yep. Niler? And heartbreak weather. Yay! Okay. So, Flicker and Heartbreak Weather are his two albums. Uh, I do prefer Heartbreak Weather over Flicker myself. Me too. Um, Flicker actually had a folk, like, it was like folk inspired and it um, had, like, a whole different style that we were not used to when Niall was in One Direction. Mm-hmm. And it, um, he also had Marin Morris on uh, featured on one of his songs, and it sounds very Irish. It does. And uh, Niall is Irish, and he makes that like his really big personality trait. He loves being Irish. He takes pride in an Irish flag on it when he was in One Direction. But the real reason he did that is because he's colorblind and he couldn't distinguish between all the mics. Yeah. So he had to have the striped ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he collabed with Ash on Moral of the Story. Okay. Wait, <laughs> so Ash had actually. Hmm? Okay, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Ash, yeah, Ash had the Moral of the Story out for a while. And then she later added Niall's verse onto it. And fun fact, that uh, song was recorded over FaceTime, at least like Niall's verse was. And um, it's, the quality is actually really, really good. And I was like, okay, like FaceTime, like could be an iffy situation sometimes. So it was really great. And I think Niall added, 
like when I hear that song come on, I'm like, oh, this better be the one with Niall. Like I love this verse. Um, if you haven't heard it already, the way that he sings Paper House is um, beautiful. Because he goes, we burned down a paper house. And he just like hits this one note in paper and it's heavenly again. <sighs> need to put that in. That <laughs> and the high note at the very end. Oh. When we burned down a paper house. You can go, sorry. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was talking about black and white. I love that song, first of all. I think it's It's probably, my favorite song. Yeah. Next to like Arms of Stranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Black and White is like such it's like such a good song. It has such a good beat to it and it's like a very like hype song and every time I hear it like I have to it's one of those songs where I have to like sit down and like actually listen to it because it is it's just like one of those songs and you just gotta be like I love this song so much I can't like let it just go by and um can't I, I saw a video on what it's on but I cannot remember what the meaning is behind it like I remember my mom was asking me I will listen to it in the car and she's like what is this song about and I was like I don't know. And I, I ended up like finding a video on it, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I have no clue what it's about. Oh, nice to meet you. I, that music video is like, for some reason, I feel like it's very basic, but at the same time, you know how he released it before the rest of the album. So he included like a ton of hints about like what the album was going to be named in the background. Like the taxi bus like passes through and it has like a cloud with like a lightning bolt on it. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I like how they put sneak peeks of stuff in there. I know that like they like to hint that kind of stuff and I... I like the, when they do that because it's fun like when you figure it out and then you look back and you're like oh Niall Horan explained to the son that he had a black and white title for a while and was wondering what he could do with it he began thinking about a first love when a couple can't imagine being married with anyone else that's it me and you are getting married he said I've seen it in movies and it looks exactly like this so I just thought black and white would be like the black suit and the white wedding dress oh wait that's really creative really cool I oh my gosh so it's about a first love and it's just like i'll marry you and you guys go to like vegas or something and like marry vegas. in the middle of vegas on like a tuesday night or something and you're just like let's get married <laughs> i think everyone knows that one direction the management simon cowell all overlook like niall's talent there's like videos proof of like them turning off like his microphone which I thought they actually proved to be fake but I think they've done it other times in the one specific video everyone knows about so they just treated him awfully they didn't think that he was like talented enough and he would therefore like if you go back to the earlier albums he has the least amount of lines and verses they just like simply didn't think that he could sing but they didn't realize like as he as he like evolved more like he they didn't realize like how amazing he was and if you listen to heartbreak weather now and you like listen to his voice his voice is beautiful and he sings a lot of acapella too like he's a very talented guitar player on top of all this and so a lot of the times it's just him and his guitar and his voice is absolutely beautiful and modest completely was just like uh they kind of really shifted focus 
onto Harry. It was really Harry, Zane, and Liam. They also kind of left Louis in the dust too, and they treated him horribly as well. They treated all of them, you know, pretty bad. They were always really tired, and it wasn't it wasn't healthy. Um, and that's like a lot of the stuff that we don't see behind the scenes. But for Niall, it was like I just feel so bad because he deserved so much because he's he's so talented, and it makes it makes me sad. Also, Niall Horan is a very avid golfer. <laughs> he, owns, he owns a golf company. <laughs> and he, he, loves, he loves to golf. He also loves drinking beer. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but he's Irish. And McGinnis beer is his favorite. And he could go on and on talking about the two of them. So he's a musician. He's a golfer. Not an alcoholic, but loves a good time. And <laughs> he's my, he's my husband. <laughs> so we were talking about Liam, right? Yeah. So Liam decided he was going to do a bunch. He did the most uh, live actual concerts and I believe he did three and they were all so good. And I, I did watch um, all of them and he is so so talented also performed songs one direction songs um to be he performed his own and his um and some old one direction songs which a lot of people really do appreciate when he does that um and speaking of like just one direction he's been so great with interacting with one direction fans a lot of the time now that they've gone solo it's been kind of hard to get in touch with them and talk specifically about one direction but liam's actually really open about it and is giving a lot of us hope for a reunion or them um, getting to know a little bit more because uh, we are always in for new information i mean this band has been broken up for five years now and we're so ready for something new to come out uh and their tiktok uh, Liam's been able to interact with One Direction fans all around the world, and it's been really nice to get to know more inside detail and know more about his favorite songs and what he had a, had to experience. And um, he was really, really holding up our fandom and still is. And we, uh, a lot of people really do appreciate that. I know I appreciate it. You appreciate it. Mm -hmm. He's really, really carrying for all of this, and um, everyone loves that. We, uh, there is lives. We also have gotten to learn just more about his life. Um, in fact, he has a fiance now. Her name's Maya. She's super, super sweet. And uh, he also, with his family, he also has a son named Bear. Bear is super, super cute. And he is, um, how old is he now? He, he's young. Four. Or, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Um, and it's been really nice to get to know that, but he actually told us on a live that his, um, his son Bear talks with Louis' son, Freddie, and they have, like, little FaceTimes or video chats, and I think that's really, really sweet. Uh, but another thing with children is that Gigi Hadid recently had her child named Kai, and if you don't know, Zayn Malik is the father, and they are so cute. They are, like, totally taking parenting, like, the best way they are so awesome and they've been posting a lot about their journey and i think it's really sweet uh and i'm so excited for zane to be a dad i mean he is he's doing great he just released an album called nobody's listening which i literally listened to this morning such a great album um so 
What do you have to say about Zane? I want to talk about Nobody's Listening because I think that's probably one of my favorite albums out of like all of the different 1D Boys like albums. Besides, I think HS1, Walls, and Nobody is Listening are like my three tops. Heartbreak Brothers up there. Mm-hmm. But yes, Nobody, Nobody is Listening is uh, really actually short compared to a lot of his other ones. He came out previously with Icarus Falls, which actually is 29 tracks on it, which is a lot for an artist. So uh, he released Nobody's Listening with only 11 songs, but all the songs are really great. And my top include Vibes and um, Outside and Tightrope. I also do like Better. Better and Vibes were his two singles that he released and he released music videos for them. And um, I could not have been prouder. He is such an amazing singer-songwriter and um, deserves a lot more credit than he does. Unfortunately, a lot of One Direction, um, a lot of One like, they don't really support his career because he left One Direction early and not a lot of people liked that. But a lot of people don't realize that he left for mental health reasons and he actually needed to leave, like, for his health. And so... Um, those who are true fans really do respect him as um, a person of One Direction and as a solo artist because um, he was great at both and he deserves a lot more than he is getting, I believe. I agree. So Zane is also known for a lot of the art that he does. He has like a graffiti room and he does a lot of comics. He actually released comics for Calamity, I'm pretty sure. On mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. I think outside he did. He did the album cover too for Nobody Is Listening. He drew that, painted that. So I think it's really cool that he's incorporating his own personal touch into what he does. Mm -hmm. And he also designed, I heard that he designed a lot of his tattoos. I know he has the Zap tattoo inspired by comics. Mm -hmm. So on his arm, he has like a little thing that's like in a bubble and it says like zap, you know, it's like supposed to be this really comical like little book thing. And um, a lot of fans we all have uh tattoos from all the boys that people recognize to be like rather iconic and honestly like a staple in our community Niall is the only one who doesn't get tattoos he's like super clean of that but uh actually One Direction all got a tattoo of a nail and most of them have it on their ankles but Harry has his I believe on his shoulder and they all got that to signify their bond and I think that's really really sweet but um, of course, all of them are super tatted up. And I think Louis is like a very big um, <laughs> like candidate for that. Like he loves like getting tattoos. And um, he, I think if he would have not, if all the One Direction boys hadn't met Louis, I don't think they would have half of the tattoos that they have today. So I think it's pretty funny how that works out. But um, there's a lot of tattoos that they, uh, that are, fandom recognizes as like super iconic there's harry's moth tattoo which is like on his stomach that has like a meaning behind it i'm pretty sure it's from a movie about like freedom or something that's what i've seen (laughs) um uh liam's most recognized tattoo is he has like four arrows on his wrist and that was actually like not his wrist his arm but it was actually supposed to be like a drunk mistake but um he turned out to like like it in the end but supposedly like him and like his whole family were crying about it 
because like they all hated it and now like everyone kind of loves it yeah I think like it's uh, a lot of people do art with their tattoos and uh, you will always see like really significant ones that we like just talked about. You'll see the butterfly. You'll also see Harry's bird tattoos that he has on his collar a lot, uh, like his collarbones. And then you'll also see um, Louis's tattoo of a deer that he has like on his arm, his upper bicep. And uh, those are like really iconic ones along with uh, these two tattoos that people believe correlate, which is the oops and high tattoos. Uh, so the story behind that, people believe that those are the first two words that Harry and Louis ever exchanged with each other. And um, do you want to explain them? Like oh, Louis has Louis, the oops. Louis has the oops. I think it's on his like inner arm. And Harry has, right yeah, Harry has a high. I don't know where it is. Shoulder. Shoulder. I think. Yeah, but I think so. Correlates. They have a few tattoos that everyone believes correlate to each other. Mm -hmm. Dagger and the dagger and the rose, and then the birds in the cages. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they have a lot of tattoos that have significant meaning, especially to our fandom, and I think that's um, that's really cool. And a lot of things, uh, even though they are evolving as like their own artists and everything, they still continue to shape our world and um, our fandom too. So something recently that came up was Harry's photo shoot for Vogue and where he, in which he wore a blue dress on the cover. And there was like a lot of controversy over that, but Harry's literally breaking down gender norms, which is never like, we've never seen a man um, by himself on Vogue. And, um, not only that, but, like, in a dress, too, which is, like, so groundbreaking for this now, and it's, like, inspiring a lot of, um, a lot of people, and Harry is, like, a fashion icon himself. I mean, have you seen what he wears all the time? Like, he's crazy extravagant and goes to Gucci a lot, and, um, he is just very involved with the fashion world. Yes, and there's also Niall Horn's purple pants, if we're speaking about fashion. Um, everyone knows about that. They're beautiful. He did that on the James Corden show. Um, there's also Swaggy Liam. <laughs> yes. Swaggy, Swaggy Liam. Liam. Is Swaggy Liam <laughs> the creator of pain memes? He Yeah the pain chain he just Mm -hmm. wore really extravagant outfits for absolutely no reason he went through a little like phase yeah he wore like really stupid stuff that didn't match whatsoever like he would wear red track pants with a white shirt a bunch of chains on the outside like a bunch of chains that's why he's like pain chain and then um he also wore like a bunch of coats overneath and uh, he just was swagged out, as they say. And no, it really, no. I don't want to revisit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there, it's had a like, Swaggy Liam is just like a whole big meme. And if you know about it, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, but no, do not worry. One Direction has had really good fashion moments too, including, in my opinion, one of the best, the 2014 AMAs. Let me tell you about that. 
Yes, Zane's hair strand and Louis's both, okay, both Louis and Zane like just did so good at that award show. Um, they both matched in like all black like suits. I think Louis came in like a turtleneck and Zane had like this really extravagant like piece of like metal like on his jacket and he had this strand of hair that like fell down during the red carpet and everyone made this like big thing about it. it was on the news like news stations were doing like covers about like this strand that fell on his face and it is beautiful yeah so they uh they just are they're continuing to completely change the face of like the fashion industry and um they just have so much of a big impact on not only directioners especially but everyone and i feel like um no matter what your relationship is to these boys if you don't if you like them you don't like them whatever is happening they are taking the world by storm and you're definitely going to see more of them i'm sure so uh needless to say i'm also proud of like them and they've what they've accomplished and it's quite incredible and i'm so happy to be involved with this fandom even though it's crazy and a lot of things go down and we get swaggy liam um i'm so incredibly thankful to be a group grouped with them and i've made so many new friends because of it and it's like such a great community to be involved in so if you're ever considering listening to some more one direction or expanding your music taste i highly highly recommend album four and (laughs) uh harry styles one his self-titled album is quite amazing and walls and heartbreak weather i mean really all of them but um they are both they're all so incredibly thank they are all so incredibly talented and they deserve so much more recognition than they are getting so that's a wrap on one direction and how they've grown as individuals since they broke up and everything um So that's it for today's episode and we'll see you guys next time.